WTF is GA4, and why should you care? In this nine minute video, I'm gonna show you the exciting new version of Google's powerful free tool designed to help you understand how your customers engage across the full length of their digital journey, Google Analytics 4. Hi, my name's Paul Balladin, and my goal is to help CEOs, business owners, and marketing directors, just like you, understand everything you need to know about search engine optimization to assist you to get more from your marketing team or external agency. Because SEO is hard, really hard. In this video, we're going to learn about Google Analytics 4 or GA4. We'll discuss the origins of GA4, GA4's new event-based measurement model, customer-centric reporting in GA4, how GA4 leverages AI and machine learnings to provide you with smarter insights, how GA4 supports marketers for a future without cookies, and when you should consider making the move to GA4, and where you can find out more. In July 19, Google announced the new web and app property in Google Analytics. This new property allowed us to combine web and app data to unify reporting analysis, and this opened up cross-platform insights into our marketing activities. Then in October 2020, Google announced the new Google Analytics, which has become known as Google Analytics 4, or GA4. GA4 builds upon web and app, and has been redesigned from the ground up in response to users' concerns on privacy. It has machine learning at its core to automatically surface helpful insights and gives us a holistic understanding of our customers' activities across devices and platforms. With a massive shift by web users towards privacy, GA4 is about building a privacy-centric analytics platform for the future as we ride industry changes to restrictions on cookies and identifiers, such as those seen recently with Apple and Facebook. At the core of the differences between GA4 and its predecessor, Universal Google Analytics is its events-based measurement model. In GA4, every user interaction across your web and app platform is an event. And Google wants us to change our thinking about user behaviors from discrete user sessions on individual platforms to complete sequences of events for users across all platforms. In Universal Analytics, users were tracked via sessions. And during these user sessions, user interaction behavior was sent as different hit types to the Universal Analytics measurement protocol. Hit types included page view hits, event tracking hits, enhanced e-commerce tracking hits, and social hits. Importantly, in general terms, hits are not comparable for reporting. A page tracking hit is an apple, and an enhanced e-commerce hit is an orange, and it's difficult to compare apples and oranges. In GA4, all user interactions are described by events. Events in GA4 are an entirely new and consistent way to think about user interaction data, which makes every interaction an apple. And of course, it's much easier to compare apples with apples. Examples of events built into GA4 include page view events, scroll events, video progress events, a view of page search results events, 
and add to cart events. And while Google has built dozens of events automatically into GA4, GA4 users can create any number of custom events in GA4 to assist them to measure their users' interactions on their websites. Now let's talk about how the event-based measurement system assists with GA4's customer-centric reporting. While Universal Analytics relied on a property and view setup, which means that we could only view data or reports for discrete properties or views we had configured, GA4 allows us to unify data from all of our websites, apps, and third-party services. And because GA4 describes user interaction as a series of events rather than discrete sessions, GA4 is a massive step forward in understanding your customer behavior across their entire journey spanning all of your digital properties. GA4 uses easy to configure data streams to measure the flow of data across platforms from your website, web services, or app to analytics. An example of such a cross-platform customer journey could be running an advertising campaign that encourages users to download a white paper from your website, remarket to them to encourage them to register for a webinar on a platform such as Eventbrite, host the webinar on a platform such as Zoom, and then drive the user to opt in for a post-event offer back on your website. By setting up data streams from Eventbrite and Zoom to your website, we can view the full length of your user's customer journey as they move from platform to platform, and then use these data insights to better understand our bottlenecks, friction points, and optimize the campaign. Additionally, and I promise you'll love this part, this singular view of customer journey in GA4 is presented in a format that closely aligns the customer journey with dashboards and reports for acquisition, engagement, monetization, and retention make it easier for us to understand and therefore continue to improve the experience for our customers. We'll dive deeper into these GA4 dashboards and reports in a later video, but if you can't wait, I'll give you a tip at the end of this video where you can jump in now and experiment with GA4 customer lifecycle reporting. Perhaps the next biggest innovation that really stands out in GA4 is its use of Google's advanced machine learning models. To give us better insights into our visitors, customers, and customer journeys, and automatically notify us of trends in our data. The implications of this are a game changer. GA4's AI allows us to predict outcomes and anticipate consumers' actions. And we can additionally use these AI-powered insights for building predictive audiences in a more sophisticated and deeper integration with Google Ads for significantly improved campaign performance and return on investment. These insights also allow us to optimize our funnels and detect friction points and bottlenecks, as well as surface new opportunities. As an example, users that keep coming back to your website but don't complete a conversion action may be comparing prices or services on your website to competitors' websites. And we can use this information as a remarketing strategy for those users. Now let's talk about how GA4 supports marketers for a future without cookies. And we're all probably aware of Apple's recent hard stance on privacy 
and the impact that this has had on the likes of Facebook advertising. And while Google just recently announced that the major privacy changes to its Chrome browser and blocking third-party cookies will be delayed until late 2023, we're likely to continue to see the acceleration of the phasing out of cookies and identifiers across all of our ecosystems between now and that time. As these cookies and the ability to collect data on individuals is phased out, Google will increasingly rely on its machine learning to fill in the data gaps. So let's take a look at how it may do this. One of the ways that Google will fill in these data gaps is using data it collects from Google Signals. And while Google Signals is not integrated into GA4 by default, it can be added to GA4 with about three mouse clicks. Google Signals collects anonymous data from the likes of Gmail and Google Chrome, even when users are not logged in. And this accounts for about 66% of web browsing sessions. And GA4 uses the data from users that consent to tracking by opting in to add personalization. And machine learning can use this data to approximate the data gaps that are created by the users that opt out of ad personalization by modeling the behaviors of the users that opt in. I have another upcoming video planned where we'll dive deeper into Google's privacy sandbox project and the future of cookie-less marketing. So make sure to keep an eye out for that one. I guess the key takeaway, however, is that as business owners and providers of products and services to customers, we'll need to stay across these technology changes as we respect our customers' wishes for a more private and secure web. GA4 represents a massive upgrade over Universalytics. And with GA4, we get a much better understanding of our user metric, customer journeys, and with Google's machine learning, have much better insights into our data. GA4 is still, however, a young product. And while its dashboards and interfaces are extremely powerful, it's not yet perfect. And it will take some setting up and getting used to. So should you make the change from Universalytics to GA4 now? Well, the good news is that you don't have to make a final decision one way or the other. Google, in fact, encourages us to dual tag our data. And so you can, in fact, use both for the time being. What is key to start now, if you haven't already, is to start collecting data in GA4 because data collection won't be retrospective. So for the time being, you can actually enjoy the familiarity of Universal Analytics while diving into and leveraging the powerful features of GA4. And this is something that we've been doing with our customers for some time. If you'd like to learn more about GA4, head on over to developers.google.com forward slash analytics. And I'll also include a link in the video description below to a demo GA4 account that you can experiment with. And as always, feel free to drop me any questions you may have in the comments below, and I'll do my best to come back to you as soon as possible. So that's GA4. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you got some value from this video. This is SEO for CEOs. My name is Paul Balladin. Stay tuned for more videos just like this. <music>